Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Steve Watkins. He's the CEO at Lifescape. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Steve, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, born and raised in uh, South Dakota and uh, had uh, an opportunity to go to work for Schwann's. And uh, Schwann's does pizza, ice cream, all sorts of things like that. And uh, spent 31 years with uh, that group. And uh, we ended up spending some time in private equity uh, the last two decades and then uh, had a chance to kind of do something that uh, mattered a little bit more in terms of mission and uh, to find myself over here almost five years with Lifescape now. Wow, that fantastic. Great story, kind of how you got to where you are now. So tell me a little bit more about Lifescape. Well, Lifescape offers about uh, 13 different service lines per primary primarily uh, looking at Medicaid-based solutions and really looking at um, uh, particularly focused on individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And so our, our service is kind of regionally based and we support over 5,000 men, women, and children in about a six-state area, roughly about 4,000 of those uh, right here in South Dakota. Wow, so tell me more about the services that Lifescape offers. So we offer, uh, we have a specialty hospital which uh, offers um, uh, kind of rehabilitation uh, type opportunities and uh, medically complex needs that mom and dad might not be able to support. Uh, we also do an intermediate care facility which is basically 24-7 for children under 21 with intellectual and developmental disabilities. On top of that, they probably have a little bit of behavior and or medically complex needs. Because we have residential, uh, roughly about 60 kids there, then we have 120 kids that attend our specialty uh, school. Um, so another 60 kids uh, drive in every day. That's where we give the kiddos exposure to technology that allows them to kind of communicate when in other instances, they wouldn't be able to communicate. Eye gaze where they use their eyes to computer um, control a mouse mm -hmm. um, that effectively does the uh, talking for them. Uh, we also do some transitional uh, services for kiddos getting ready to turn 21. Uh, we do some residential for over 21, about 39 homes in Sioux Falls. And then we also do day services for uh, uh, adults with disabilities, roughly about 500 adults. And then the rest of those are children we support throughout the state. Uh, we support 46 school districts, so we keep the kids closer to home. Um, and then we have three clinics uh, located, two in Sioux Falls and one in Rapid City, where um, focused on autism, a big focus on ours is autism, but we do OTPT speech and those other kinds of support services as well. Wow, wow. That is a profound reach that, you know, that uh, Lifescape is able to cover. Why do you think that, you know, you have been so successful in being able to tackle all of those different things? Why has Lifescape been able to be so success successful with it? Well, it's, it's interesting. Our background starts, um, our first level of care was a, a children's hospital for the care of uh, kids with polio. Mm -hmm. uh, shovels went in the ground in 1947 here in Sioux Falls. And as you think about caring for kids with polio, some medical complexities, things like that, we've evolved into this fairly large service line mm -hmm. uh, because of the needs. Uh, one in six children right now are born with a developmental disability, according to the CDC, and one in 40 autism. 
So with, uh, with not only population increases, we've seen uh, complexity grow in these children, the need uh, for the care and these kinds of things. So the, the demand has been one of the key issues um, uh, that have uh, really kind of spurred uh, mm -hmm. the growth. But on top of that, um, we've got a really good mission-based staff here. Mm -hmm. And so the opportunity to see not only autism, but also the speech needs, the therapy needs, um, usually with autism will come constipation. Mm -hmm. um, and so we specialize in constipation. Uh, we also see eating disorders because when the kids eat, they hurt. So we are specializing in eating disorders. And so that, that whole idea that we deliver the whole realm of care to the kiddo when they come mm -hmm. um, has been something that's been very favorably welcomed by the families here yeah. in South Dakota and regionally. And so we see that as one of the bigger reasons why we've, we've grown so fast. Yeah, yeah. I imagine, too, that a lot of work that you must do is probably outside of the four walls of, of the many different you know locations that that um, that Lifescape has. Talk to me a little bit about kind of the legislative work that you've been able to do to kind of keep keep the, the movement and, you know, keep the importance of, you know, the work that you're doing alive. Well, with with adults, we're one of 20 CSPs, community support providers in the state of South Dakota. Um, but in terms of and that's for anybody 21 and over. Mm -hmm. uh, for everybody 21 and under, we're really kind of one of one in mm -hmm. the state of South Dakota. And uh, so with that, uh, it, it creates uh, a, a fairly substantial need. Uh, and what some of the stats, uh, last year we supported 3,300 children in 251 towns in the state of South Dakota. It's, uh, South Dakota has roughly a population of 800,000. Uh, 800, and so um, it's very diverse, very agriculturally based, uh, that kind of thing. And so we actually travel to these towns to try to keep these kids either in their school, uh, if they get to stay in their school, if they get to stay home. Outcomes tend to be better if we can help the school and the, um, the residents or the mom and dad um, figure out how to help these children. Um, so we spend a lot of time traveling to all parts of the state of South Dakota and trying to located there, just again, better outcomes. So with that comes, uh, and because we're Medicaid based and we're one of one, we're basically performing the state's obligation for those mm -hmm. with IPD, intellectual developmental disabilities. And so we're a partner with the state. And so we tend to work with the state, um, not only the divisions, but the legislators to come up with a better, out, um, better plans. Again, there's only so much money, so we understand that. So how do we use that most effective and most efficiently in the state to address as many of the kiddos as we can with the best outcomes? And so sometimes that's policy, mm -hmm. sometimes that's funding, uh, sometimes it's a little combination of both, but you'll, um, our legislative session's about 40 days and it runs usually January, February, early March. And uh, you'll see me at the Capitol probably about 37 of those 40 <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, the the legislative advocacy is so important, you know, specifically, you know, working as 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 the CEO, but also to kind of in the industry. I, I have my master's in social work, so I'm very familiar kind of with this with the space and the importance of advocacy and, you know, also having a voice for a lot of people who may not necessarily know how to have their own voice or have the ability to communicate as well. Absolutely. Um, when I came onto this uh, uh, job, one of the things they had asked is if I feel comfortable being in here and, and doing presentations, putting the suit and tie on, mm -hmm. uh, talking to legislators, the governor, um, the secretaries, etc. 
and it, it ended up being is in private equity, you end up raising funds and mm -hmm. doing a lot of pitches for projects and things like that. So it came pretty naturally to go out to peer and, and really create um, uh, friendships out there. Yeah. And get uh, people to understand that you know we're part of the partnership in, in, in making this happen. Mm -hmm. And so that that's been a big piece of what I've done. Yeah. But we've then taken it to a, a broader perspective of trying to help families and those supported be able to advocate. And so a week from uh, Wednesday will be um, Disability Day at the Capitol, and individuals will be encouraged to come uh, to give their testimony to the legislators. Uh, we were, um, one of our board members was just recognized as uh, the individual uh, disability uh, man of the year. And uh, he's, he actually grew up in our hospital with polio. He was one of the few kid, uh, one of the few kids that didn't get vaccinated for polio because he had a temperature that day. Um, and he ended up getting it and uh, he grew up in our hospital for polio. And then he ended up serving on our board for a number of years. And wow. just last year, the governor gave him an award. Uh, for being man of the year with disability. He went on to be um, teach at South Dakota State University yeah. in IT, uh, had a wonderful career, and it just shows what these people can do if they get the right supports. Yeah. And so we're working really hard to give um, information to families um, to help them better understand how to approach this and, and what the right words might be, um, how to feel comfortable in it, you know, because it, it's a bit daunting when you're on a screen like this knowing that all of South Dakota Public TV probably has you on. Um, there's people asking you some pretty tough questions. Yes. They might say they may not have enough money, so what do we do about that, that kind of thing. Um, so with all that, uh, it, it, we're doing our best to try to encourage these families to really reach out uh, to their local legislators and their, and uh, you know, it might be appropriations, it might be a policy issue, things like that. But we're, we're pretty encouraged that we're really seeing that happen now. Mm -hmm. and, and helping people really um, be there to represent, okay. you know, their child, their daughter, their son, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Steve, what would you say one of the biggest misconceptions about, you know, whether it be the, the lifescape as a company, kind of advocacy or legislative work, you know, students or children, you know, in the, in the hospital, is there any common misconceptions that you hear kind of often that you, know, you would want to kind of debunk? Absolutely. The... The one that I, I personally learned, um, and it, it became part of uh, yeah, um, my interview, uh, I had a chance to interview in the school and uh, do a tour, and we had two young ladies, they were about 14 each, uh, very, very mobile, trained, different things like that. Their ability to communicate was unbelievable. And we had the chance to put them on our iGaze machines, and they picked up on that right away and had done really well with that. And what you under, start understanding is that these kids are trapped, you know, my, these kids and adults are trapped in these bodies. That doesn't necessarily mean they're not a person inside. And to give you an example, these two uh, girls could wait for to, to see me to tell me that they were getting their hair done for the homecoming dance that night. Again, we try to make our school happen in, in a way that everybody has mm -hmm. uh, a chance to participate in the school and uh, these gals were just so excited as 14 year old girls that they got to go to the homecoming dance and as I stepped back to figure out how this technology all worked I could overhear them talking to each other wondering which boys were going to the dance that night. And so what, what, what the misconception you know starting with me but many others is 
that these kids and adults are are not able to comprehend, not able to um, be part of the community, not able to enjoy life. When in fact, most most of the times you talk to these kids, you know, if you got a snarky 16 year old daughter, guess what? We have snarky 16 year olds here. Um, <laughs> It's just, you know, they're trapped inside, yeah. and these are truly just, they're, they're really good people, really caring people in instances. Sometimes, like I said, they're snarky, whatever, um, but they're, they're, they're just good people trapped inside bodies that don't work like yours and mine. And to me, that was probably one of the biggest aha moments for me is why I took the job. I'm really dedicated to the mission, um, but I think in terms of just the general public, I, I find that probably isn't something most people know. Yeah, no, and I think you're, I think that is a very common misconception that you know sometimes people only see. Um, I, I think the saying they they only see skin deep um, that you know they it, they struggle to kind of look beyond you know all of all of the other you know challenges that this person may have been you know tasked with there for their life. So, Steve, if people wanted to learn more kind of about LifeScape, you know maybe get involved in some advocacy work, or where, where would they go to learn more about LifeScape? Uh, best way is uh, start with the website uh, www.lifescape l-i-f-e-s-c-a-p-e and then we put an sd on the end uh, for south dakota.org and uh, you, there um, we've got a lot of mission moments a lot of videos you can see us working with kids and the adults uh, we have a lot of uh, information in terms of how to deal with kids with autism eating disorders different things like that and then if you'd like to participate there's a number of different ways um, we have over 1100 volunteers uh, here that work with us and um, bring you know helping raise funds different things like that um, we have our own foundation uh, all, all that in support of, uh, you know, this, this big mission. So if there's something that uh, intrigues you, we would love to hear from you. Um, if not, call the front office here at our front number and ask for Steve, and I'll be happy to talk to you as well. That's fantastic. So, Steve, as we start to wrap up, you know, our episode, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, either about LifeScape, uh, about, you know, the advocacy, about, you know, working with children and adults with intellectual disabilities? Anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I think the, the last piece is uh, we, we see autism climbing right now. I have almost 500 families on a wait list uh, for autism, 177 of them that have qualified for Medicaid and have a, a diagnosis of autism. Um, we're just kind of in, in the throes of trying to find workforce like everybody else to be able to uh, do this. But please understand, if we can get that child talking by the time they're five, they'll integrate into schools, they'll integrate into high school, They'll have a good life. I mean, the, sh the record shows at least 85% of those kiddos are going to end up with good outcomes. It's imperative as a mom and dad that you recognize it early. And sometimes we hear from grandmas and grandpas where moms and dads um, have a tough time, you know, wanting to, to have that diagnosis. Well, the problem is that if they wait too long, it, it becomes much more difficult after that point. And so it's just really uh, imperative. If you think you have a son or daughter, a grandson and daughter that might have uh, some autism, uh, it is just so important to get on that as soon as possible for the best outcome. So that that be my message for the day. That's fantastic, and you know, insight that's important to recognize, and that you know, kind of early action, like you said, is the best way to ensure positive outcomes to support the support the kids. But it also too sounds like LifeScape is able to meet kind of families where they're at to be able to support them through maybe a, a tough diagnosis and kind of work through that educational piece as well. Too, am I hearing that right? Absolutely. Whether that's here in Sioux Falls or Rapid City, or if you're in 
um, Sturgis or up in Bison, South Dakota or Britain, South Dakota, um, uh, we can bring uh, help to you, at least get you started, get you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, even regionally, we do that as well. Fantastic. Well, Steve, this has been a really great episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to break down LifeScape to talk a little bit more about, you know, the company, the history, um, and beyond Business Ninjas today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Kelsey. Enjoy the day. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.